you call yourself a maker? You smell like failure and corn chips. Drop and give me 45 minutes. This is not your grandparents' tinker toys, it's the Creators Collective. Listen up and don't give me that face. Right, Herbert Holtz and Walker are about to demonstrate the proper way to create. And if you got questions, you had better be in the live chat. Otherwise, I am going to plant my boots so far up your hiney that your mother is going to be crying. Now listen up, jelly pasty cow pies. What's going on, everybody? I'm Johnny Brook from Crafted Workshop. I'm your guest, and we're back for episode number 90 of the Creators Collective podcast with my co-host, Zach Herberholz from ZH Fabrications. What's going on, man? Hey! And we were supposed got to have William. you on in episode 100. We screwed that up, I guess. Is it episode 90? Oh, yeah. You guys uh, got a little early there. Then <laughs> <laughs> we've got William Walker from William Walker Co. How you doing, Will? Hey, guys. I'm doing good. And then we've got James Wright from Wood by Wright. What's going on, James? Oh, nothing much, Johnny. It's so good to have you on. <laughs> yes. Oh, man. Bringing it back. Bringing it back. Uh, like old times. Welcome back to your podcast. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Back to uh, that creepy voice. How I've missed it. <laughs> did you say the Crafted Podcast or the Creators Collective? I, I think I said Creators Collective. Wow. You did. I'm impressed. You did. Just that good. You know? That was good on the spot. I like it. <laughs> No, it's awesome, man. I'm glad uh, glad to be back. It's been, you know, I think I've missed podcasting in my life, but I'm I'm definitely happy that I stopped because, man, it's been a crazy, like, you know, three months, I guess, but definitely uh, something I enjoy doing. Yeah, speaking of which, why don't you tell us about your uh, life, what you've been up to? Yeah, so uh, I guess I had a baby, which was pretty awesome. Uh, oh, I didn't have a baby. <laughs> yeah, my wife you- had a baby. Uh <laughs> It was yeah, awesome. Modern for you. Marvel. You know? It's not uh, remember Junior. Anybody remember Junior where Arnold Schwarzenegger had a baby? Oh yeah. That's a yeah. classic. That's yeah. a classic. Uh yeah. So had uh my wife had a baby. Uh I guess he was three months old on Monday, actually. So yeah, he's uh John Alfred Brook the fifth. I'm the fourth, so passing on the uh the namesake there. So you know, Johnny Five. Johnny Five. Yeah. Short circuit, awesome. I like it. Yeah, so I've like really been debating on getting a Johnny Five tattoo. Um, it's definitely something I'm still considering. I think I think it'd be fitting. I don't think that's something I'd regret later in life, considering it is my kid's name. Well, um, I mean, what if you need a job? Are you ever worried somebody's <laughs> not going to hire you? Nah, nah. Who needs jobs? You know, we'll just make our own jobs. It's uh... what if what if YouTube just they're just like, sorry, man, we can't have you because your tattoos. We'll figure out some other platform, you know? <laughs> or I can just make furniture and uh, sell it. It's like the old days. But yeah, I guess besides that, just been chugging along. Um, Been working on this guild project, which has been taking up a lot of my time. So that's been really good, though. Just a total change of pace for me, you know, doing the long form, super, super in-depth video projects. I think I'm at uh, nine videos so far with like 140 minutes of runtime so far. And I still have like three videos to go. That sounds like a lot of work. It is. It's definitely a lot of work. But it's been cool, you know. It's uh, a lot more, I think, conversational. So, like, whereas my you know eleven minute produced videos might take you know ten hours to edit, these guild videos are much much quicker. Usually, like two or three hours because it's huh. a lot more just talking to the camera and you know going through the process with the people who are watching, which I think is a cool way to do it and is something that I think most YouTube people aren't patient enough for, unfortunately. Yeah. But. Uh, yeah, it's been it's been cool for sure. Just a totally different type of video, but it's been really hard to keep that going in the background and keep the YouTube channel going, and uh, you know, obviously play with my son once in a while, and uh, you know, <laughs> still have a relationship with my wife, and and then sleep on top of all that. So yeah, it's so it's so been you're not lot. ready to come back to the podcast yet, is what you're saying? <laughs> I don't think so, man. I feel like I'm still barely staying afloat. Like I don't even know what my next project is going to be. That's, that's like Welcome where to I'm my at world. Right now. And I have yeah. no excuses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which is nothing. like crazy for me. I'm usually got like, you know, two months of projects planned out and I've, you know, got sponsors lined up and materials and stuff. And I'm, you know, now I'm just scrambling, uh, at the last minute for a lot of this stuff. But, you know, I think once I get the guild project buttoned up in the next couple of weeks, that will start to balance things out it's been it's been awesome though having a kid is really amazing uh as two of you guys know it's it's a really unbelievable experience you know i gotta stand up and say that not having a kid is also a pretty amazing experience (laughs) (laughs) yeah it was definitely great for like the 29 years leading up to this uh but it's it's one of those things you just get a lot of a lot of joy out of it did you ball your eyes out of the hospital 
Huh? Did you bawl oh, your yeah. eyes out in the hospital? Oh, definitely. Definitely. Everybody, <laughs> like, I think my entire family did. Like, my parents came and cried. And then my brother saw him, like, a month later, and we were all crying. And, you know, it's just a very, it's one of those things. It's just super emotional. And I, I bet it's like, it's cool. Because, you know, coming from as the guy who has no kids, like, I bet it's one of those things where it, when it happens, it's just like you couldn't prepare for it. Is it something? Yeah, not just at like, all. What just happened? I don't. I, I thought. I thought I was going to be all right for this, and now I'm just a. <laughs> no, no. Like I, and I'm not very good at that anyway. Like I don't think super far ahead. Like my wife is a total like pre griever and pre. You know, like all her emotions are dealt with like two weeks before or months before the event even happens. That's you know she's a psychologist, so I think she's uh, very in tune with her emotions. Whereas I'm like, oh we have a baby now. Like this is, <laughs> this is really happening, you know, like there's no going back at this point. So yeah, it's, uh, it's been, it's been a wild ride, but he's a super easy kid. And so I feel incredibly lucky. Uh, and you know, it's man, been, you sound like a really lot like me. Stuff. Like I, I, yeah. my wife is very much a planner, like makes lists, you know, and I'm like fly by the seat <laughs> of my pants. I'm like, yeah, you know, I'll figure it out when the kid gets here type of thing. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's been interesting. You know, she I think leading up to the birth was, you know, annoyed at me for not being as stressed <laughs> out or anxious or whatever as she was. I'm like, yeah, we got plenty of time. You know, we can paint the nursery. It's like her due date's in like two weeks and we still haven't even like painted the nursery. So I'm like, we got time. He's not going to be here for two weeks. And, you know, everybody's like, you know, that's not like an exact science, right? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's it's cool. But uh, he's, he was a procrastinator just like I am. He, he arrived a week late. So that was good. Gave us a little bit extra time to prepare. So, yeah. It, Does uh, he have any sponsorships funny. yet? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I do want to get a uh, crafted onesie made. I think that would be pretty yes. awesome. <laughs> yeah. right. The problem is he's growing so dang fast. That it's like by the time I think to order it, then I'm like, what size is he going to be at by the time I even get this thing, you know? So it's growing like a weed. So what yeah. are you drinking there? I'm actually super jealous. I have this revision brewing, uh, this amazing new England IPA. Oh, I'm so Give me the loot. I actually, they're out of uh, Nevada actually. So you won't, you, you might believe this. Um, I've pretty much given up on beer down here because it's all so bad. And, uh, I'm drinking wine now. Hmm. Yeah. I didn't see that coming at all. But no, that's crazy. I mean, there's some good breweries down there. I mean, not many. Cigar City's good. Um, Yeah, they're 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 okay. They're decent. But I mean, it's nothing (laughs) like. I mean, it's nothing like what you guys have there. What we had in Portland. No, it's just not the same. I mean, and you you go to like the store here, and it's just like they have like they'll have like Cigar City or like. uh, some generic IPA or something. They, there's like two choices always, and you yeah. just get burned out yeah. of them. They don't have like a variety. Anyway, we well, just got to make another trip up to Asheville, man. Come I on. know. Well, we're moving. <laughs> we've hopefully moving. We've up. only got like 25 breweries, you know. So yeah, you'll have to just be selective. Well, we're planning on moving up to Bellingham sometime in the next like uh, well before June next year. So next nice. like eight nine months. A lot of nice. beer backup. A lot of good beer up in the Northwest. Definitely, definitely. Cool. What have you guys been working on? Uh, Will, why don't you kick us off? Oh, sure. Why not? Um, I just did a collaboration with uh, Lynn and Matt of Darwin Orver. Um, he made some leather tool belts. And that was my first time uh, working with leather. And that video just released today. That was a lot of fun. I just started playing with my Grizzly 1050 2x72 knife grinder. Um, I made some uh, marking knife blades. Uh, I still need to make the handles for them, but I shaped them. I ground the bevels, the diamond profile bevels in those two of them. Uh, Then I hardened them and I still need to heat treat them, but I had to run out of the shop um, to come here to this podcast. Uh, (laughs) So they're not heat treated yet, uh, but that was a lot of fun. Uh, They turned out surprisingly well for me being such a novice at uh, knife grinding, freehand especially. Um, I finished up a photo box for uh, another photographer friend of mine, and we're prototyping those uh, to hopefully batch out a bunch of them. And other than that, just continuing work on pool projects and letting a lot of water out of the because we've had so much rain. Uh, I, I've let water out of the pool tw- twice today because um, it was about to overflow. But anyway, James, what are you working on, man? 
Ah, well, I've been uh, working on getting ahead. I actually have all my videos for August shot, and so I'm editing them. And I'm playing with a slightly different video format and style, um, so a little bit higher quality, a little more cinematic type um, footage. Uh, so that's that's kind of fun. But uh, did a video that was supposed to come out today, but I accidentally hit the wrong bit button and it came out yesterday. So, <laughs> <laughs> oops. Suddenly I'm getting all these comments like, why am I getting all these comments all of a sudden? Oh, a video just went live. And uh, that was on how to rip a board with a handsaw. One I've been wanting to redo for a while because when I first got started with YouTube, I made a video on how to rip a board. It was my first ever how-to video. And it was bad. <laughs> it was, but it's a video that does well still, and people still go to look at it. Um, I, just, I, I feel bad every time someone comes to my channel after watching that video. Um, so it was, it was good to finally update that and do a, a semi-decent quality video. Hey, man, we all got to start somewhere. Yeah. Well, and I keep all my <laughs> yeah. old videos up just for that reason, because you know, a lot of people want to, people always are, are afraid of how the quality is for having been woodworking for a while. Well, on mine, you can actually go back and see me picking up my very first hand plane. So it's a, wow. you get to see yeah. the whole series. You can see me working on the floor of my garage with a Ryobi miter saw and nothing yeah. else in my shop. Seeing that evolution over the past like two and a half years, I'm like, I didn't start with all this festival and powermatic stuff. Like, you know, you really don't need all this stuff. Yeah. It's more just, fun that way. My, <laughs> happy. My, yeah. my first video was uh, my uh, outfeed table for my table saw. So that was like, it was like completely... But it was it was very good though. Like even I was like, man, this dude knows what he's doing with color and light and stuff. I'm like, man, where's this guy coming from? Get out of here! Get out of here! Get out of here with your first video uh, being so that's good. Funny. Zach, what was your first video? My first video was using a router to make like a dog bone leash holder. <laughs> Sounds like the dumbest thing ever, and it was almost the dumbest thing ever. But that was my first. Definitely video. a different aesthetic than you have now. <laughs> I'd say so. A yeah, a little bit. <laughs> Actually, my aesthetic now is nothing because I didn't put out. I have people like messaging me asking if I like got in a car accident or something because I didn't put out a video <laughs> last month. I'm, it, I took like a vacation. I have two videos that are totally like recorded and I just can't I can't sit down in front of my computer. I can't do it. I don't want to do it. I'm it's not I didn't it didn't happen last month. Hopefully it'll happen. Hopefully I'll have the video out in like a week or so. I just I needed a vacation from YouTube. Um, a lot of traveling and it's like a I kind of like had an affair with YouTube or with Instagram on YouTube. I don't know how that works with or on, but I, I stepped away from YouTube for a month and kind of focused on my Instagram because I just wanted to be out in the shop and not moving a tripod around and cursing and trying to get lighting and angles. I just wanted to go out there and like, just kind of, you know, disappear and just, just like the good old days, you know, just, just me and my music and no cameras. You mean the good old days when you would be working? <clears throat> well, yeah, but I mean, you know, there's, there's like a, there's like a deeper, there's yeah, like a, when you still had a day there's job, like a deeper level of solace that you can get sometimes when you're out there and it's just like, you're not recording, you're not, Oh, it's worried. amazing. You can just it's a, kind it's of, amazing. you can just kind of zone out and the whole day just, you know, it's like a Zen thing and you can still get that when you're recording, but it's, I don't know, it's just a little bit more. See, I, I got close to that again, um, two weeks ago when I had, cause I, I hired a videographer to come out and actually shoot all the footage for August. So we were here for two days in the shop, just cramming um, video footage, but I wasn't actually shooting anything. I was just woodworking and he'd be getting all these shots around me and it was like this is awesome i can just focus on woodworking <laughs> it was it was it was like That'd that the whole new yeah. experience again i was amazed how much i could get done yeah, yeah that's the thing so kind of a, a hybrid between you james and you zach where you know just you know not filming and just woodworking but having somebody else in the shop with you to like kind of make you accountable for getting stuff done mm -hmm. um like when Lynn and Matt were in my shop, it was like, okay, we need to get this done because they're only here for X amount of hours. And so we were kind of like run and gun filming. Like we'd set up three cameras, but then just work. Uh, and it was amazing. So I don't know. I feel like Zach, you're saying you, you know, you haven't gotten any yeah. video editing done. Give yourself like accountability for something like. No, it's not. It's or find somebody to edit for you, man. If you're making money off of videos and you hate editing, I don't. I don't editing. hate it. Like, I just that's, that's what I, just I did. Needed a break. <laughs> I've just had like I've had a really busy. I've had a, like at least one trip every month, and just plus you know I've been doing a lot of like knife stuff, um, making knives, and 
that's something that I'm still, I have so much to learn and I don't want to learn with a camera in my face. Like I want to learn, there's a lot of experimentation and, and I, not that there's anything wrong with filming that, but I, I just, you know, if I'm going to do a video, I want it to be more kind of artistic and not how to. So like, I don't really, I want to know what I'm doing before I start filming essentially. Yeah. You're going to hate my, it's you're just, going to hate my marking knife video. <laughs> Oh, I just I just won't watch well, it. That's I was gonna say that I think <laughs> people like it when you don't know what you're doing because like the the comments I get that are the most positive are yeah. when I show mm -hmm. my mistakes because I mean let's be real almost everything I do on camera is the first time I've been doing that particular thing you know so it's just constant learning on camera to me and people love it like they love to see how you messed up because it's likely they'll do the same thing and then you know you show them how to fix it yeah I don't know man I, I think. Uh, there is something something to say about that. I mean, none of us are professionally trained, you know, like we, to a certain extent, we don't any of us know what I, we're doing. I so. totally agree. I just I just didn't want to have to worry about recording for a couple of weeks. Just, uh, I just want to go out there casually and, and it's so hot. It's so hot in my <laughs> shop and like like moving a tripod around with, you know, all the stuff like moving a tripod around my shop is the most frustrating thing I can do in my <laughs> shop. Because no matter where I'm at, it's like the only two square feet of space there is. So whenever I have to move my tripod, I have to collapse it, pick it up like a T over my head and walk to wherever I'm going to set it down. I have to like make room for it. It's just. Uh, so, all right. Along the, the making mistakes or not making mistakes or doing things for the first time on camera, I had one of the most satisfying things happen today. I was testing some steel to see if it could be hardenable um, because it was a mystery steel, right? And so I heated it till it was non-magnetic and I quenched it in water um, just as a test. You know, I didn't know if it was an oil quench or a water quench. And then I took, you know, my hammer and the anvil on the back of my vise and I hit it really hard and it totally shattered. And it was like the most amazing feeling ever. Whoa. Probably an o, uh, O1 or something, huh? Uh, it was a cool steel. It was an eight inch uh, smaller miter saw circular blade um, that, you know, some people say, oh, those aren't hardenable or depends on the manufacturer, yada, yada, yada. Well, it's definitely hardenable, huh? Oh, yeah, it was brittle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely an oil quenching. Yeah, it sounds like it. Yeah, yeah. I actually snapped, uh, I don't know if you saw those like mini cleavers, these things that I've been making. Yeah, um, sweet. So I I put, um, and Johnny, that's that's spalt, that's oak. I don't oh, know if he, man, there's lighting that. there, you can see the handle. That's yeah. I saw you post that on Instagram. Um, man. Yeah, it's that's just like spalted oak that I stabilized. But anyway, so I did like a pre-sale on uh, ten of those things, and uh, on one of my Instagram stories. And I think I, I think I have one left. I haven't checked my Instagram yet today for sale. But um, so I was trying to. Too, somebody wanted their initials stamped in it, and I forgot to do it. And I had quenched it, and I thought, oh man, it's still really hot. I might be able to tap them in lightly and still get them on there. I put the uh, thing on there, the, you know, it's just a standard like tool ID stamps, the letters. And the first one I put it on there, and I smack it, and it just went, Pshing! just snapped uh, the blade right in half. Oh, um, but uh, yeah, that's right. Just made another one. But I actually ground that one off, and it's kind of like a cool little. Yeah, knife, knife makers knife. don't make mistakes. <laughs> just make shorter <laughs> knives. Yeah. So it's. It's really surprising, though, that uh, how brittle it is. And then you temper it, you know, and, and relatively, you yeah. know, you quench it at at least this is I'm working with 1075, which is a pretty forgiving or 10. Yeah, 1075, which is a pretty forgiving carbon steel in the scheme of things. But, you know, you heat it up to 1500 degrees and then you quench it and then it's super brittle. And then just doing two cycles of 400 makes it, you know, reasonable. It's crazy that two cycles it. A, such a relatively low temperature makes such a big difference in the the tinsel strength of a blade. I don't know if it'd be tinsel strength, but the yeah. the durability, the toughness of the blade, hmm. crazy stuff. So, so are you just doing all the hardening and stuff with a little forge, Will? Uh, well, this was since there's um, so a I want to make a forge. Um, B, these were so. You want to buy a forge? <laughs> How much? Yeah. Because I got one that's for sale. <laughs> and an anvil. I'll make you a sweet oh, deal. Oh, sweet. Well, maybe. All that's right, a nice anvil it. you got there too, man. It's, it's one, of the, nice. one of the better yeah. ones you can get. I'll make the five-hour drive. Why not? Yeah. Um, you guys could do a collab. Do it, man. Yeah, we could. Yeah. Uh, you could make a leather onesie. <laughs> <laughs> Leather diaper. Oh, wow. 
I uh, wonder if those used to be a thing. I can imagine like somebody's grandparents. Yeah, like sure. easier to white. You know, leather yeah. diapers. And rawhide. Uh, and we well, they still make it. leather diaper covers. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. Cloth diapers are all the thing, man. I I used to own a cloth diaper business, washing them for people. What? Of yeah. Course <laughs> you did. Of course you did, James. How many How many jobs have you had? Do you know? I don't know. Like uh, 10 years ago, yeah. I counted how many supervisors I had, and it was like 37 supervisors. See, that's that's, a th- that's another thing that only James would do. Most people would be like, how many jobs have I had? James would be like, how many supervisors have I had? Like what? <laughs> and then that's not counting all the businesses I've owned. So, <laughs> so the moral of the story is that James Crazy. is not a good hire because he's going to leave and go do something else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because he's going to dish He's probably you. still working all of those jobs. Yeah. Uh, yeah. to them. They're on his on his route, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. That's why no, to answer your question, now. these were such small blades. They're like two and a half inches by maybe three thirty seconds of an inch thick. Um, you know, just small little marking knife blades. Um, so I could just do it in my map gas torch. Um, I could mm-hmm. heat them to cherry red and then I quenched them. Okay. I tested it first in water and then that turned brittle. So I didn't even try oil. Um, uh, but, and then I'm going to temper them in my home oven. Uh, wait, what'd you say? Sorry, I was on and off. You said it was too, it was, it hardened up in water. So you're not going to try oil. Yeah. Just cause it got brittle and hard. Um, it was, it hardened in the first, in the first quench. Oh. So, I, I would typically I would typically test it in oil first because oil is less shocking on the steel than water. Water cools it way faster than oil. So right. So if it it's e- so if it doesn't get hard, I in would oil, test then it in water. Or, that that's how I would do it. Yeah. And also, or what kind of oil are you using? Uh, well, I haven't actually used it yet. I just had it on on the on the standby, but it was just going to be vegetable. Oil. Yeah, and like certain. A lot of the oils, you're actually supposed to heat them up to like 100 degrees or, you know, I'm just making up that number, but you're supposed to preheat the oil because it actually increases, increases the viscosity. It makes it more viscous, makes it thinner so less, that it actually cools viscous. off the steel faster. Less, less viscous. viscous. Yeah, I knew I <laughs> screw that up. Anyway, it's, uh, it, it's, it's strange, but yeah, the, you, you get the oil hotter and it actually cools your piece faster. So take that right. science. Huh. Uh, anyway, yeah. What kind of water? What kind of water are you it's, using? Uh, you know, tap water, well water. Oh, yeah. You're it's supposed to use artisanal Fiji. Uh, Fiji, uh, Icelandic yeah. glacier yes. water. That's the only yeah. way to quench, unless it's uh, the the toilet in Jimmy's old Manhattan shop. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> toilet yeah, quench. Toilet quench. That's that's where all the. I mean, New York's known for their good water. They're on a uh, on a yeah. reservoir, yeah. I think. Yeah. There, yep. so Spring, yeah. You know, New York Spring, toilet water. The Manhattan toilet quench. That's that's yeah that's the way to go oh all right <laughs> oh, man. that sounds we like do a, have a question from uh a good band name. Right. james, james is trying to get yeah, us back on track yeah. <laughs> yeah james is re-railing us there's a blood vessel that's about to burst <laughs> let's see if speaking we can get... of questions uh, <laughs> let's see if we can get him to totally lose it I don't, think that's, uh, I don't think you've seen that yet will have you you really well, haven't James too much just fun totally loses it, and he has to check out for like five minutes because he's laughing so hard. Uh, oh yeah, that's yeah. a good moment. And it's usually it's something that is not that nobody else finds funny, but it's the act of him losing it is yeah, good times. Uh, all right, James, what's the question? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Speaking of toilets, let's go to the live chat. Make Brooklyn asks uh, Johnny when you're doing something you've never done before on camera. Um, do you prefer to shoot with one long shot or do you tend to end up with a bunch of, do you tend to shoot, do you go with a planned shot list or does it tend to be a bunch of long shots from the same position? So, I mean, I never really planned my shots. I don't know about you guys, but it's always just like, oh, what angle am I going to be doing this at? Let me put the camera in some kind of interesting way. So um, I try to move the camera around more frequently though just because i think things get a little boring if it's in the same exact spot for a long time um (laughs) so (laughs) neither i guess (laughs) uh i definitely don't really plan out my shots so that would be way too difficult i mean there's definitely like angles that i'm you know comfortable with now that i know okay if i'm gonna be on the table saw put the camera here i know that'll end up looking good and capture the action well and that kind of yeah yeah i I do try to move around the camera a good bit just because 
that's to me, that's like one of the big things that beginners uh, make mistakes with when they're just starting to make YouTube videos is they'll just like leave the camera in the same spot for like 30 minutes. Because uh, even if you're doing the same task, move the camera around a couple of times because then you can, you know, splice yeah, it together yeah. and make it look or, like or they'll sand, like mm-hmm. they'll show sanding so, like every grit yeah. for every. Yeah. And you're like, we get it. You sand it. Awesome. Oh, yeah. Like, the whole <laughs> thing. Yeah. 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 It, Sanding should yeah, be like funny. 10 seconds. You know, it's like, yeah, I, yeah. I sand it up to 180 grit. It's right, funny how when, when like, because I remember doing the same thing when I started. I'm like, no, I have to show like every every bit of the process. Like I have to show that like not only yeah. did I use, I started at 120 grit and then I went to 220 and then I went to 320 and I finished at 400 grit. I better, I better show myself tearing all of those pieces of sandpaper up so that people know. And now like, it's unbelievable now the things that I cut out of my video. I'm like, that's a totally crucial part of the build, but they're going to, they know, they know what I did. Like they'll figure it yeah. out Yeah, just cause it, you know, even though yeah. the information is good, it takes away from the video and I don't know. Yeah. So I, I follow the, uh, <laughs> the kind of cinematic standard for an editor. Um, you know, when you get into like high production, um, you know, like on Hollywood levels, there's, you know, the director, the, the, director of photography than the actual editor and um and it's you know there's the establishing shot the wide shot the medium shot and the tight shot um and to tell the story best it's it's you know instead of getting every tight shot you know unless you're trying to kind of create intrigue into like oh, what's where where is he like wh- whose workshop is he in like whose table saw is that uh whose hands are those yeah whose hands are those <laughs> um, you know i try to i try to balance you know so okay i got you know, me getting one rip on the table saw, I don't need 15 other rips. You know, I can, you know, show me why that convey that I'm, you know, batching a, a, a process out and, you know, show the stack next to like that. But I know the question wasn't for me, but I, I took it upon myself to answer. I think that's good. I don't know why it was just <laughs> me, but uh, yeah. I mean, I think if I've never done anything on camera, I <laughs> I make sure to catch the process on camera multiple times too, for sure. Because like usually the first one or two times will be a screw up and those will go in the- either on the editing floor, on the cutting room floor, or, you know, will be the one that I show when I make a mistake. Uh, but I definitely, I, I roll more when I'm doing something I don't know what I'm doing because I want to make sure to catch <laughs> the time I'm doing it well. You know, like when I'm turning, I get way yeah. more footage than I need because like I really don't know what the hell I'm doing. <laughs> you just have to get that yeah. one like slow-mo shot of the streamer shooting. That's all I care <laughs> yeah. about. Like as long as... Yeah, the epoxy sh- yeah. shooting into the air and covering, you know, the entire lathe. As long as I get lathe. like one good shot of that, then... Yeah, yeah really absolutely. Matters. Just like in the chuck, like, uh, you know, lathe. I'm not going to use the adjective. I'd like to, you know shooting stuff and then then out of the chuck and it's done oh this is a family show (laughs) zach i know i censored myself yeah uh spritzing spritzing. (laughs) Uh, where are we i'm so lost we need to get off this one quick we've got some more q a questions look at at johnny man Uh, keeping us on track again (laughs) master of none is asking about shop security. What do we do to make sure no one steals our tools? <laughs> yeah. Uh, live in a country and make sure it's impossible to find your house, even with Google Maps or Apple Maps. That's, uh, that's my best security tip. Yeah. James can attest, <laughs> live where I live. <laughs> yeah. And have three dogs. And yeah. Never show the outside of your house on video. See, that was funny. Um, Lynn and Matt from Darwin Orver, like they, you know, because they moved an hour away from me, so that's awesome. But um, mm-hmm. because their their numbers are so much higher than mine, um, they were asking me questions that I never really thought about. Like, you know, I'm trying to tell the story, and if it's, you know, that I walked around my house, you know, mm-hmm. they were filming and doing some drone stuff, and they are like, hey, like, don't worry, we didn't get your house in there. And I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> like, whatever. But but they – It's something to worry about, man. Yeah. I mean, there's some weirdos out there. Like, it's – it's been interesting talking to like some of the, like there's just happens to be a couple of local people in Asheville that have much, much larger YouTube channels like Seth bike hacks who have done a couple of collabs with, I think has like seven or 800,000 at this point. And like Threadbanger has like 4 million. So they're in Asheville. I didn't know that. Yeah. And so it's really interesting to talk to them 
And like Seth has a sign on his front door saying, if I don't know you or if you're not UPS or FedEx, I'm not going to answer the door. Like, I appreciate you being a fan, but respect our privacy. And like, that sucks. Like that <laughs> really is not something I ever want to have to deal with. And, you know, like he's got mountain bike trails and literally he's built in his backyard. So it's kind of something he can't avoid that much. But uh, yeah, it's interesting. I, I had never really given much thought to it i can't imagine like like i don't know i feel like he'd have to be so much bigger than i had that actually happen uh a couple weeks ago my i was out um i was out running and my wife gave me a call and said hey uh by the way so and so stopped by and they were here to meet you i'm like who is so and so that's kind of strange yep yep i know macromona's had that happen you don't have to be like some Two million channels, or just channel. live in live in the wasteland. Dave Pachuto had like that happen apparently. So there's nobody within a hundred miles who's ever, other than like every. No, I won't. Yeah, but outside of that, I don't have like. Well, I'm not even going to talk. I, I don't know that I, I want to disclose such a company in this particular software have, setup. You know? <laughs> yeah, it's uh, ADT. The passcode is one two three four. So I just so yeah. Yeah, what's the safe? What's the safe password to your gun safe? Yeah, the, you know the keypad is right inside so our front door. My safety so, system you know, is known as kids' toys. Off. You can't sneak through my house. <laughs> yes. Yeah, Lego. My uh, my neighbor across from me is definitely a drug dealer. Yeah. So I think that most of the attention goes. <laughs> I'm, I'm not even joking. Sadly, everybody. Yeah, well, it's, it's kind of nice because attention. I can. I'm in like a residential neighborhood and I'm operating loud power tools all day long and nobody says a word. Like, I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding when I say all my other neighbors are deaf and the other one's a drug dealer. So it's like we all have this mutual understanding like, hey, let me do my thing. And yeah, the rest of them are just oblivious. It's it's actually so that's my security. If if you're not scared of my neighborhood, come on down. (laughs) Scared of the old people and the one drug dealer. (laughs) Yeah. Bring it. Uh, yeah, you can get well, run down by too. Hover you need like a hovercraft to get in. It's The roads are terrible. Oh, sorry. Segway, <laughs> getting run down by a hover round. You know how I'm sure. Segway? Segway wouldn't work. Uh, <laughs> it's a bad idea. Um, so I'm sure you guys get the same <laughs> Chinese, you know, I've got an Amazon store. Would you like to review this product? Oh, yeah. And I always check them out, like, just to see what the link is. The latest one was, like, a mobility thing for, like, an old person. Like like the walk like a walker, and I was like, "Why? What put nice. them? What put me on their radar?" Because <laughs> you're William Walker. That's what your logo should be. Oh yeah, in case exactly. you hurt yourself I, with your tractor. I think your logo should be a big red circle with one of those like walkers in it. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, joke of the week. Oh, little tennis balls oh, on the feet. Man, the jokes, <laughs> William are so Walker. What are, those, what are those ones called? And you can put the tennis balls <laughs> in the bottom on your logo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, that Williams be, Walker, oh, classic man. That's what you need to do next year, April Fool's Day. You're pivoting from a woodworking channel Mobility to channel. a old person P- disabled P- equipment review channel. Name for it, but anyway. All right, <laughs> let's, okay. let's move on to our uh, creators photo That's challenge. Hilarious. We got a message from Will about uh, about 30 minutes after we finished the recording of the last one. Guys, <gasps> we forgot to tell people what the next week's was. Sorry, everybody. Oh, yeah. So we're not going to review any uh, photo challenges this week, but I am going to announce the next photo challenge, and that is symmetry. Can you please tell us what symmetry is? Symmetry uh, would be like book matching two slabs, um, where the the thing on the left and the right are the same. They're not asymmetrical; they are symmetrical. Do you have a better this definition? Will be interesting. I think I just like used the word symmetrical to describe symmetry. No. So I did a terrible job. Just look at any of our faces, you know, because I think it's it's known that if your face is perfectly symmetrical, then you're you're practically a supermodel. So just look at any of us, you'll see the perfect symmetry. If you are on YouTube, and, uh, you are symmetrical. That's, that's symmetry. Yeah. Cool. So you guys square. have two weeks to get those in. Um, use the hashtag Creators Photo Challenge on Instagram uh, and tag any one of us, and we'll be sure to see it. Uh, as you know, just use the hashtag. Uh, and we will take two weeks, and you will win something. Sweet. <laughs> maybe. Or maybe you won't. Maybe we'll forget to send it to you. Yeah, speaking of giveaways, I actually have um, the Wood by Right uh, hand tool build-off. Actually, was just finished today, so the giveaways are now live. So if you guys want to win something, there are 26 prizes being given away on the channel right now. So Wow, that's impressive. A lot of hand tools going. Oh, I want. I should give a shout out. So something really cool happened to me yesterday. 
Anybody want to guess? Ooh, you got noticed by an old person. <laughs> what? No, that's never going to happen. Um, no, I broke 10,000 subscribers on my Oh, Instagram. I did see that. Congratulations. All right. Woohoo. Yeah, so, oh, yeah, so I, I hit 9,900 yeah, early in the morning yesterday, and I, I posted a picture. I'm like, oh, this is cool. I'm getting close. And then like a few minutes later, Anne of All Trades, Ben Ueda, uh, Master of None, KJ Sawdust. I think that's the four people. I might be somebody. Anyway, they all like saved that, posted it to their stories. And within two hours, I picked up like almost 300 <laughs> subscribers. Awesome, so, so <laughs> that was the, that was fast. And awesome. uh, thanks everybody. Oh, look, I just hit 10,000 too. No, I'm just kidding. So. I didn't. That'd be. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that note, we got a joke of the week. And this is this is a, an exceptionally good one. When should you harvest your maple trees, ASAP? That was that was that was that was this. This comes to us from uh, Jonathan Twenty Four, who has given us many of our jokes. So thank you, Jonathan. Um, keep them coming. <laughs> Whatever happened? Was it Jeff Gruff that always yeah. had the jokes? Too? Yeah, he was like a. I oh know yeah, if I've he had seen some classic jokes in the chat for a while. You didn't take him with you, did you, Johnny? It was probably me. No, you know, I, I okay. did. I've, I've headhunted him. It's like, your jokes are too good. If, if you, you start another podcast without us, we're, I know where you live. I'm one of the few people who knows where you live. <laughs> you don't have to worry about that, believe me. <laughs> you do not. I'll be like a jealous it's, ex-girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not enough time in the day. <laughs> yes. Zach will be stalking me. We we could make a movie. Show, we could get to William to shoot like a cinematic noir movie of like <laughs> me. Just it's like dark and I'm standing at your porch. It's raining. Oh, <laughs> I'm, I'm totally to down. I've, had, like, I've all these bling, cinematic tracks, bling. and I'm like, I could never use these in my channel, but I need to make like a dark dramatic. Operator, can you trace this? I know. Can you trace this call? It's coming from within your house. Yes. Can you triangulate his whereabouts? No, it's coming from within Florida? your house. Oh. Although that doesn't work anymore with cell phones. I don't think. <laughs> oh, man. What do you say we talk about what's inspiring us? Uh, that's funny. Uh, Will, you're top nice. of the list. But, I, uh, um, um, yeah. I can't uh, remember. Give me a minute. <laughs> Go. <laughs> what you got, Johnny? Yeah, I got two. I got two this week. So uh, first is Kyle from R&R Buildings. I don't know if you guys watch his channel, mm-hmm. but he built uh, Jimmy's you know, new like dream shop or whatever. And uh, it's... He, he just does really great video on the kind of step-by-step process that he takes to build these structures that that's what he does for a living. Um, so it's just really interesting because he is super, super meticulous. Like I never imagined you could build like a 30 by 40 structure and have it be like square within a 16th of an inch. Like that just boggles my mind. Um, so yeah, he, he's awesome. Definitely have been trying to learn more about that. Like if, if, and when we move to another house in this area, I definitely want to build or, you know, have built and help build a, yeah. uh, a separate structure for my shop rather than having it in the garage. So I'm just trying to learn more and more about that as I, as I can. And his channel is by far the best resource I've found on that. Yeah. And then also Wabi Sabi. I don't know if you guys have seen them. I think I recommend them back in the day. Um, yeah, this this Canadian couple, they live in Nova Scotia and they've been like slowly renovating their kind of farmhouse. And it is just so great. The dude's editing is ridiculously good. Like he does such a good job. They're just really cute couple. They seem to really love what they do and they've done a very good job kind of, you know, revamping this old kind of rundown farmhouse into something that looks really, really cool. So I definitely recommend them as well. Ooh, I do oh, have one something? now. I forgot. Yeah, I got to throw it out to my to my buddy uh, Jonathan Katz Moses. Um, he just put out a video on uh, a ninety degree low, on a, a ninety degree, degree low angle jack bevel low angle jack. Yeah, it's kind of it's yeah, it's a ninety degree bevel blade for your low angle jack. Yeah. Hmm. There you go. That's how it goes, um, and it kind of works like a like a cabinet scraper. Where with that hmm. twelve degree bed of the low angle jack, it puts the ninety degree over. Um, so for working with super highly figured, uh, woods, instead of getting a higher frog or, you know, for a number four or, uh, you know, actually using a cabinet scraper, um, you throw this 90 degree bevel blade in low angle jack. And I, I was really impressed. It was really cool. I don't have a low angle jack, but I was like, that's a cool concept. Yeah. And they stay sharp forever too. It's, it's interesting. Both of the, yeah, both of the H and T Gordon planes I have, 
the way their kind of geometry is in the plane combined with the bevel angle of the blade, you can flip around the one mm -hmm. on like the block plane and the smoothing plane I have from that, which is kind of cool. It's a interesting feature because I guess the woods in Australia are particularly difficult to work with. So uh, I think, you know, that's kind of their target audience is people working with, you know, crazy hard. Yeah, because they have like woods, bull oak so, down there, which is um, it's pretty, pretty cool. Ridiculously hard. Oh, it's ridiculous, man. It's just all like rock. It's just like, it, just like, it yeah. would be Australia. Like cool. everything will kill you and the woods are all, <laughs> nice. yeah. Oh, yeah. Everything will kill you. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, awesome. Do it. I love so it. <laughs> yeah. It we'll looks amazing. Go to Port Douglas. Well, I, I've got to actually give the shout out to the all hand right. tool build off videos. Um, so, for those of you who don't know, the hand tool build off is um, an opportunity where people can build a tool and then give that tool away. Um, and in doing so, they actually have to create a tutorial on how to make the tool. And so there are 25 people who completed it this year. And we have an entire playlist of all of these videos of hand tools being made. And so it's just really kind of a cool I, I, opportunity, even though you have you know, three different marking gauges being made, each one's made very differently. And there's a lot of great inspiration in there of like, oh, I never thought of doing it that way. And so it's it's kind of fun to go through those and actually pick up different ideas of, of different ways you might actually try making. So that has been inspiring for me. What about you, Zach? You got anything? Mine's kind of lame, but uh, mine's just nothing <laughs> like quiet. You guys, you guys remember that? You remember that, Johnny? You remember quiet? <laughs> No, no. What is that? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I think it's uh, I think it's nice to every morning, like at least take a little bit of time with just no noise. And <laughs> you're like the grumpy old man of the podcast. I like it when it's you're raining. Like, yeah, back in my day, you know, we didn't have cameras. We just we just inhaled yeah. sawdust and metal shavings and uh, drank our coffee black and full of sludge. I, and, I like uh, the rain when it's quiet and no kids. Yeah, the kids stayed off my damn lawn. Uh, have you, you guys know? seen, do you guys remember the Dana Carvey skit where he's the grumpy old man? It's pretty good. Do yourself a favor and watch uh -huh. it. It's good stuff. Uh, no, I just think, uh, <laughs> All right. yeah, it's kind of a weird thing to suggest, but uh, I don't think people really do that anymore, like take five ten minutes of quiet and just like chill chill the f out man <laughs> it's it's definitely something to to definitely uh try to do more like it's something i've been trying to do more because i find myself well just in yeah of, you don't you know yeah you don't realize how it's kind of what like, we do you know you know your mind want like especially if you're on your phone or on your computer or this or that all day long like you don't realize how hard it is just to sit down for 10 minutes and not do anything like because every your mind will wander and you know for 10 sure. seconds later you're like oh man i should check my email or like i need to do this really quick and like no just set that aside for 10 so you should build a pool no. it helps with that we have a pool and it's a nightmare <laughs> <laughs> pool yeah awesome, i find man. myself sitting there thinking about nothing often i would just be thinking about beer well that too but you know i don't have to think about that yeah it's, it's involuntary it's just a <laughs> Yeah, think about, hmm, how is this beer and what's my next beer? Those are the things you think about. Well, what's your uh, favorite product of the week, uh, Johnny? What you got? Well, so I did my sharpening station video this week. So I think just that combination of stuff, it's I basically just totally ripped off your setup there, James, and uh, got the three diamond stones and the strop. And then I'm using the Veritas honing guide because I'm not a freehanded. So it's been pretty amazing how sharp those things get like I, I i really don't think i'd ever had my tools that sharp with like the workshop that i was using before and i didn't do it nearly <laughs> nearly enough so um having something that i don't have to plug in can just kind of pull out real quick and, and sharpen and get back to work it's uh, definitely going to make me use my hand tools more frequently so i got those i got the same set i think we all yeah. copied um it works well james there and yeah so with those... he copied paul sellers so you know oh okay <laughs> well whatever i'm still um, rocking my water stones still staying true to myself oh man they suck so what yeah. what they're they Boo. oh my god you gotta flatten messy. this garbage thing forever. so easy what are you talking about just try it try it try a diamond stone you'll, Dude, you'll i'm telling be, you you'll, you'll you'll never you have to flatten your water stones with our diamond plates fair enough but i have tells you that you're doing it wrong and they cut so slow and then you get bevels in them and they're slow Dude, diamond stones no. are so. 
I, here's why. Okay, I my can thumbs. Get, did you look at my? Do you see that? Did you? My thumbs are missing all of the skin on the tips of them because those ten knives I made, I was literally putting the final edge on there, and I got through like yes. the fifth one, the fifth knife, and I noticed that like there's orange streaks all up and down my oh. my diamond stones. I didn't know what it was. You're not selling it well. Was You're not selling it well. It was literally. I, that's how fast they cut, and I didn't even notice it until like I was bleeding all over my stones and. So it's been two. I'm waiting for my thumbs to heal before I can actually finish sharpening these things. I can get my my number four and number five irons sharp in 15 seconds. After after you spend a half hour flattening your stone and soaking it in water. It doesn't take water. a half hour. Well, you just keep it in the water. You just have a dedicated bin for the water. It takes like two seconds. Go look at my Instagram stories and see the fluffy shavings. you have to like scrape mold off your stones and stuff. Man, the no. thing is, if diamond stones are good enough for James and Shannon Rogers <laughs> and Paul Sellers, who all three use handles exclusively, they're certainly good enough for me, who uses them like monthly. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with diamond stones. I'm just saying don't yeah. take a crap on wet on water stones. As just, somebody who used news, water man. stones, I'm crapping all over water stones. The fact that you can get them for like ten bucks on Amazon and they cut well enough. It's an entry. It's. No. I'm just saying. I mean, that is definitely something. You know, the 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 diamond plates are not super cheap. Sixty bucks a pop, and that adds up quite a bit. But then they last pretty much forever, and you never have to flatten them. And they and, cut very uh, fast, and they're not and they messy. They look good. They're very nice looking. They're clean. I, I just like. like the mess of like like whenever I use whetstones, there's just messy, <laughs> sludgy, and dump out the water every once in a while. Put new water in. Uh doesn't take long just get diamond plates you know i got yeah. the affiliate links to them in my video so you can <laughs> <laughs> uh well played sir <laughs> <laughs> thank you thank you so the winner the winner of the next photo challenge is going to get will's whetstones no <laughs> johnny's going to send him yeah. no zach is going to send him some diamond stones some diamond plates yeah, zach will send him his old whetstones yeah. yeah you can yeah you can have my old ones i don't even want them in my shop they're disgusting <laughs> get them away from me uh just everybody nice. send your old crappy water stones to will the creator's yeah. collective podcast <laughs> controversial woodworkings that sounds like a really good podcast throwing down the gauntlet oh. Oh. i'm just saying johnny if you get me if you get all right zach you're out of this because you don't because you don't but johnny <laughs> if you get me and you in a room with your diamond plates and my wet stones i bet you i can beat you at sharpening freehand my money's yeah. on uh my money's on on James. I didn't I my didn't money's on my I didn't saying. bring James into this. <laughs> <laughs> my money's, my money's on, on my power tools. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fair enough. Uh What are we well, Do you have about? anything Zach? All right. Well, huh? do you have anything this week? Your, your favorite um, tool week? Actually Waterstone. <laughs> uh no, uh, I'm gonna say my belt grinder. I'm just trying to. I'm how long? This is episode ninety, right? So how, how many I've had episodes? ninety things. It's how many what's of the episodes that? have you mentioned belt grinder? I don't know. At least at least two. It's hard not to recycle things, and I just I just try and think of what tool like has have that I that belt grinder is so good too. Man. Yeah, you got the same one because we have the same one. Yeah, yeah. Um, just I spend. I just try and think of like what tool has made my life easier this week usually, and this week it has definitely been that one. That's that's oh, my. Yeah. It's a fear belt grinder. I think if you just type in pH four five four. Yep, it's it's a beast. It's I awesome. love it, and I just got the little um. The little small radius attachments for it, so that oh, I can nice. get into tight, yeah, tight the little, quarters, whatever that's called, at the bottom, at the top of the handle, a plunge cut, the plunge, plunge line, choil. No, what? Yeah, the that what? thing. Sorry, where where the handle meets the blade, the choil. That's Ricasso. Ricasso. Choil. There we go. I don't know. <laughs> Either one. They both sound like words from Dune. Pablo Ricasso. That should be a knife maker's yes. name. Company. Choil. What kind of word is that? Yeah, choil. That's the word I'm looking for. Right. What about you, Will? Well, yeah. I'm going to throw out um, leather working tools because this was the first time uh, I got to work with leather in the video that I forgot to post earlier, which I will now post in the live chat. Um, with the entry, it's like super, super entry level, uh, low cost of entry, that's what I'm trying to say, into leather working uh, with minimal tools, uh, some hole punches, uh, some rivets a way to cut the leather it's a leather tool you can get into it for like 30 bucks you know plus yeah. the plus the leather yeah 
It's a lot awesome. of fun too. Do you have a Tandy near you, no. Will? No, we have no. like nothing no, near us. Yeah, me neither. In Atlanta, they have a Tandy, man. Yeah, it's nice. Like that, I had never done any leather working. I just walked in there and I was like, I have nothing. I want to make this thing and what do I need? And it was awesome. They're, they're, they like signed me up for the elite business membership. And so I got some stupid discount on everything and it was good. Yeah, I work with, I actually work with Tandy and I'm working with him on a, a couple of projects. And the people at the store are, the stores are incredibly knowledgeable. Every it's, time I've been it's there, unbelievable. it's yeah, crazy. Cause you go in there, it's super overwhelming because there's like, it's a oh, whole yeah. new language. It's like, you're like, I need rivets. And they're like, do you need number 12, line 27, dash 37B rivets? Or do you need dash 22, line 14 <laughs> rivets? There's so many things. So there's staffs. Yeah. Well, how about I, you, James? I have to go with the compass plane. It is the most worthless tool in the shop, but the most fun tool when you actually get to use it. Because when you actually get to use it, it's like, oh, I can use that tool now. Wait, wasn't that, wasn't that your last week's tool? I was think it? it was. Oh, well, yeah. I have to go with it again because it's so much fun. I got a chance to use it again this week. <laughs> this is after you just worth after it. you just picked on me for picking the <laughs> At least I never did it two weeks in a row. <laughs> uh, it's just a fun tool, and uh, I love it. And, and I'll probably pick it next week too. Well, it's in your little title card, man. It's in every yeah. every video. Yeah, yeah, that's right. right? <laughs> so, since you guys are, I actually talked to James about this the other day, really quick. Um, marking knives. I was considering doing one of the. I actually sent James a message a few days ago trying to get his in on things. You guys, the thing that I just made like today. Yeah, I sent I sent the message what two days ago yesterday. So I'm safe. I'm not copying you. So there, take that. No, take I talked about it on the podcast stones. last week. What's that? I'm, I said I talked about it on the podcast last week. Oh, I don't listen. That's I don't be pay my prize to anything. He's too busy reading the comments. Um, you guys like flat. You guys like having a flat side on it, though, right? So that you can get right up against your marker. Or do you do a bevel on both well, sides? No, well, I do a flat, but the ones I just did, I did a diamond bevel profile, so it's flat on one side. That's what I'm talking about. Is like so, one side would sit perfectly flat against whatever marking utensil yeah. you're using, right? Flat but, on one side, two bevels on the other. Yeah, that yeah, way so you can. So that way you can do it from either side. But still, there's one one side of the blade is is a reference side. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought. Yeah, look on my Instagram real quick, and you'll see. No. You'll I see. just bought the Veritas one. Well, there you go. It's more <laughs> fun to make it. Well, I think that's about it, because I think we have squandered enough of your hour that uh, we want to say thank you for coming along for the ride. I do want to say a huge thank you to our patrons on Patreon. Uh, particularly, I want to say a thank you to Darren Mates, Caleb Harris of You Can Make This Too, and John from John Made It. You guys are helping us make a better podcast, and thank you for that. And I do want to say a huge thank you to our friend and former co-host, Johnny Brook, for joining us here. Go che- go take a look at his stuff on the Crafted Workshop, and I'll leave a link to that down in the uh, description of the podcast. So thanks for coming along. Thanks, you guys. Yeah, it was a lot of fun to be back. <clears throat> so that's about it for this week. Until next time, have a wonderful week. Later. Bye. See you guys. Thanks again for listening to The Creators Collective. We publish weekly on Thursdays in iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. You can follow us on social media pages everywhere at Creators Collective. We're also live streaming every week on Thursday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time. Just look up the YouTube channel to join in on the fun of the live chat and get your questions answered live. And until next time, keep on creating.